0: Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl, Rachel Presser, the Toad Lady, coming at you live from New York, and today, we're gonna be discussing exotic pets once more. Yes! This is definitely my wheelhouse, as I have over 25 years' experience as a toad mommy, as I am known for on social media. My business name is song Toad Media, after all, and thereabouts. <laughs> um, toads are my life. Um, I've also had frogs and lizards. Um, I'm- I'm-, I'm pretty adjacent to some other exotic pet areas since I just happen to you know, by by association know other people with exotic pets and I've learned much from them as well, in addition to you know, too many scientists who actually study in these fields, which has also been quite eye-opening. A um, whole other yeah, no pun intended kind of a whole other animal from, you know, the pet trade, which there are there are some terrible things that happen in this trade, but unwittingly or not we kind of do also have a role in amphibian and reptile conservation um there's some people yes who do some pretty terrible things um but there's also companies yeah like josh's frogs you know and others that actually have a whole model based on um you know conservation through taming and some attempt at domestic that's i wouldn't say domestication but you know yeah they do they do their own captive breeding and whatnot which is cool so they don't they don't disrupt wild animal habitats or anything awful like that. Um, with that said, yeah, as the title would imply, there are certain considerations you do have to make within your home when you're going to adopt an exotic pet and make it, you know, a happy place for them to live. Um, I, As I got into last time, you know, yeah, there's all sorts of, you know, preparation that you have to do, um, not just with building a habitat, you know, but making sure that, your pet will pass muster with your landlord or if you own your home with your HOA or with your insurance company because sometimes they will just rubber stamp it from whatever, you know, your local health code says about, you know, what they consider to be a wild animal or not. So obviously you're not keeping, like, a tiger or a monkey on the premises, but there may be some less obvious examples like iguanas or ferrets, like they may be considered wild and thus your homeowner's insurance may not be too pleased if they find out that you're keeping one. Um, depend, you know, I think like I, I, think in New York, you know, frogs and toads are pretty much okay so long as I'm not, you know, keeping, like, a 50-pound toad, like, the size of a gaming chair, <coughs> in my apartment. I don't think, um, you know, that Allstate is really gonna give a shit. <laughs> um, you know, the... The condo board might be a little upset, but I don't think the insurance company is really gonna care because amphibians are not actually outlawed. With that said, though, I wouldn't keep a toad that large my current dwelling because I don't really have the space for it to have free run of the house. So that's the thing: like, is your pet going to have free run of the house or not? Because there's some design considerations you're gonna have to make, like with respect to things like um, electrical work carpeting, running water, um, along with like basically like the Herper equivalent or even like the avian equivalent too, if you have if you have a bird with free run of the house. I'm sorry, bird people, I don't really know what the protocol is for your babies. I know that with reptiles and amphibians it can vary little. Usually reptiles are more likely to have free run of the place, um, than an amphibian would, just because Frogs, toads, um, salamanders, newts, and the like have extremely absorbent skin. They could, you know, pick up dust, toxins, other things, other icky things that should not be getting in their skin. So it's harder for them to have free run of the place, whereas you don't really have that problem, like with a snake or with a lizard, for instance, or with like a, a turtle or tortoise. Um, with all that said, it's just like if you are going to give them free run of the place, Uh, Have you also considered, do you have to build out or build up? So for more terrestrial animals like tortoises and turtles, um, if you have a frog or toad, you're going to like let out a little bit or make, you know, like maybe like a playpen for them, like with a kiddie pool, that's a good thing to use. Um, That's definitely what I'm getting with my next toad, Um, a kiddie pool to make like a little playpen, you know, for them. Uh, Like, are you going to be building out or building up? Because if you have um, a pet that climbs, like, you've got to make sure they have a safe space to do so. Um, When For a lot of people who've had iguanas, usually when the iguana runs off somewhere and they can't find them. This is just something—I know that, like, people who have dogs and cats— Worry about this as well. If like they have like if they're like oh like, oh my god where did my pet go? And they know that like they like cat is often gonna be in some devious place like inside the washing machine or maybe like inside the linen closet in the bathroom or under your bed. Um, we have the same problem too with our babies. They sometimes disappear to places that make us a little worried. And um, I know for iguanas they do tend to climb and if they have like yeah like a tank or some other biosphere they may or may not be getting adequate space to climb and so that makes curtains and curtain rods a very popular space to find your iguana and so um one thing i would suggest just from knowing a lot of people who've taken care of iguanas from having to babysit iguanas myself um canvas curtains are the way to go you're gonna have to say goodbye if you had like nicer curtains, or, or that more like gossamery type. No, you want some good, strong canvas curtains um, that can withstand lizard claws. Because yeah, they're they're gonna climb, they're gonna tear at it. Um, just you know, so, you if if you're gonna eventually throw out your window treatments every few months, you don't want to spend a lot of money on it. <laughs> um, and so it's the same thing with area rugs. Like, so if you have um, a reptile, and amphibian in particular, I don't really know if this is the case, like, with birds or with small mammals as much. Although, hey, you still have to give them food and water. They still, they still poop. They still may pee on you during handling, so I guess it counts. Um, those area rugs for the bathroom that have the rubber on the bottom are a must if you have an exotic pet because they're just so much easier Too clean, you know, you can just throw them in the washing machine, drape them over the bathtub to go dry. Um, Yeah, super simple to to take care of. Carpeting is not your friend if you have an exotic pet, plain and simple. Um, Especially if you have a toad who likes to pee on you. Um, Toad piss is something that is very difficult to clean from carpet. That is something I can speak from from 25 years experience. Um, Yeah, carpeting is not your friend when you've got a toad that pees a lot. Um, So whether you've got carpeting, flooring, area rug, um, you don't, if you just don't want to clean it, um, you know, frequently, as I, and if you have like, you know, a pet that does get a little too excited and pees a lot, um, especially when toads get scared if they don't want to go take the bit, take a bath, or if like, you know, I got, I never had to give Yael her medicine. She did not like that. She would pee on me. And yeah, puppy pads are a good thing to keep around. You want that around for when your toad just gets, you know, a little too angry or excited and pees everywhere. Um they're not just for canine puppies. They're for they're for toads that think they're dogs. Um, or you know, if you've seen the lovely videos I've embedded, dinosaur puppies. Um oh my god, the dinosaur puppy is the greatest thing that ever happened to the internet. I'm a toad lady through and through. But the dinosaur puppy, you know, I've always had a special place in my heart for lizards. And that lizard makes me want one so bad. Oh my god. Greatest thing that ever happened to the internet. The dinosaur puppy. Uh, yeah, so if you're going to get yeah um, a frog, toad, dinosaur puppy, um, a turtle, a tortoise, puppy pads are definitely something good to have around. Um, even if like, you're just going to put one out so they can you know get out of the tank and crawl for a bit um yeah it's like that way you know any liquids that get in there will get absorbed by the pad and far less so by carpet tile whatever is underneath it and yeah like they're pretty inexpensive and easy to replace um lastly though an important thing you want to consider um especially if you have to make a biosphere of sorts this is less crucial um for small animals birds um and amphibians um, is more. This is more a problem if you have a reptile, um, or even like a turtle or tortoise, because like I know like they need running water. Then some of the I think some species need special lighting and/or heating rigs. Um, in addition to those, like being like you really need space for them for one. So it's really really hard keeping these pets and small living living in spaces like the one I inhabit. Um, is in addition to the space they require, it's also you really should check with before before you even like sign those adoption papers or make arrangements with like the breeder or reptile dealer or the person you're gonna be doing the adoption or rescue from. Before you even do any of that, before you even think about buying a habitat, go through the wiring in the room you plan to use. Um, go through the wiring go through all the available electrical outlets and note their location, note their location proximal to the circuit breaker. Um, It's just because these pets can use a shitload of electricity. And the last thing you want to do is run a fire hazard risk by having, you know, a ton of octopus plugs related to your pet's habitat, um, you know, potentially catch fire or have it, or, or basically like tear down your circuit breaker. If you, God forbid, use a hair dryer or a stand mixer or something. So, um, especially if you have an older home with much older and/or more finicky wiring, um, you want peace of mind. Get an electrician in there to come check things out. Tell them what you're doing and being like, "Yo, hey, look, I want to build this really elaborate, you know, setup up, yo, know, for my pet monitor or my pet iguana, and I just want to make sure that, like." Oh, I need to plug in, like, X number of devices, you know, that run, you know. It'll show them, like, you know, the product specs if you don't really know what you're doing with electricity. Like, I don't. <laughs> I used to be in a band with a guy you know, who was an electrician, and I would ask, like, you know, just, like, some layman questions here and there. But, like, yeah, not my wheelhouse. You want to talk to someone where that like, is their wheelhouse and be like, hey, you know, this is what I want to build, um, do you think my home is going to be safe for doing this? And then, getting it the, yeah, then get anything fixed that they recommend fixing. Because even if like yeah, even if like you're actually not going to build a, such an elaborate setup, maybe even like not adopt this particular type of pet, you still want to prevent a fire from breaking out, regardless or anything else electrical related. And by the way, that is not something you want to do a DIY job with, unless you you know. Unless you want to have a really interesting story to tell about how you got sent to the hospital that way. So yeah, um, there's just sort of considerations you got to make when you're going to let an exotic pet into your home. you know, you got to take care of them just like you would any dog, cat, or mini-human. Um, and get plenty of puppy pads. They're not just for canines. So yeah, if you want to see more um, exotic pet content, be sure to... Follow my work on homestratosphere.com. Be sure to check out um, Home Stratosphere on Twitter at Home Stratos. And I will catch you again next time.